0: Hello and welcome to another. A... <sighs> wow! Wow! I haven't blown that in yeah. wow. Oh man! Woo! Oh. Take it from the top,
1: Jackie. No, no, you clap.
0: I'm not cutting it out. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the Story Screen podcast, where we go see a new movie and then we come right back to the microphone and record our first impressions for you, the listener. See that one was pretty good. Turned out really and good. Nailed it.
1: I'll, right. f- I'll pick which one I use. Yeah. yeah, yeah I know what you're gonna
0: do. Be Don't weird lie if you
2: in. if you use the earlier one and not the second
0: one. You cut out the good one. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna sound very awkward. Right. Um, so, boys, do? gentlemen, mm-hmm. we saw a movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. What movie do we see? God. Sella. King of the Monsters. First of all, Mike. Um, Hi, I'm back Mike to, Burge. Welcome back, Mike Burge. Hello. To Hot Takes, oh, it's myself, been a long time. Yeah. Jack so, Koljeski. I didn't and even know if you guys are still here, son. Oh, we're, were still here. Oh, we're still yeah. here. Yes, we're, we're glad here. to see. Um, still away. doing the damn thing. You know, not as many Hot Takes in 2019 as I felt like that. The Hot Take has been more of a slow drip. Mm, yeah. Uh, but we have we're on a little hot streak now. Because we just some saw some movies, John Wick 3, and yep. then we saw Brightburn, yeah. and now tonight we we saw Godzilla in this, our very own story screen theater. Thank story you very much screens. for having us. Well, I know Robbie's here most of the time. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Burge's here even more. I like to and say, I, a lot. <laughs> I, I very much like seeing movies in your theater, Mike Burge. It's, pretty, it's, quite it's cool, a pretty right? nice theater. Yeah. It's quite good.
2: Nicest theater in town, if you ask me.
0: I would say most definitely. Yeah. Top three, at least. In this town. For sure. Yes. (laughs) For
1: sure. I've been caught saying, uh, but like it doesn't work with my, uh, the fake uh, confident ego that I usually Uh, put on. It doesn't work for me to say, oh, well, if I didn't own this place, I'd say it was the best movie theater I've ever been to. But I mean, that wholeheartedly... As much as that can mean, like it's sure. very good. Yes. It's I have good. high standards when yes. I go to uh, public spaces uh, that serve food or drink or movie. And uh, this one's pretty good. Do it all pretty decent. I'd you know, say.
0: for any business that's within its first several months, I'd say pretty damn good. It's pretty good. Pretty damn good. And we had a really good day only today, room to too. improve from here, I would say. So I'm looking forward to that. But for now, mm. Godzilla. King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters. Mm. I just can't wait to be king. Can't wait to be king of the <laughs> Monsters. Um, what did you boys think of Godzilla, King of the Monsters? Robert? Me? Yeah, why don't you kick us off here? Sure.
2: Uh, so, you know, we're seeing this movie uh, a week after its initial release.
1: Uh,
0: mm, a, little
2: under, a little under a week.
0: A couple days.
1: It just came out on Friday. Thursday. Thursday. Friday. Well, Thursday, Friday, Friday, Thursday yeah. is the premiere, and yeah. this is what, So it's after
2: Tuesday? it's like open yeah. weekend, so it's like, you know... Or within
0: uh, one calendar week. Yes.
2: it's in the it, It's been in the wild for a little bit. The movie has been uh, not well received critically. I will say, uh, having worked here on multiple nights that Godzilla has been here almost every night, uh, the audiences that leave are pretty into it. In terms of my opinion, uh, I like the movie a lot more than I thought I would. I definitely came in with like low expectations, but I also came in with the expectation that it is a monster movie. And I feel like that's what I got. I do have some criticisms. I definitely think um, I wish there was like about like ten to fifteen percent less humans uh, or human talking bits. And I definitely think like kind of the the human characters are a little thin uh, dramatically. But other than that, I, I only want that to be shortened because I want more monster fights. Because the monster fights in this movie rock; they're super cool. I'm here for it. I also think the soundtrack is like really
1: cool, and no one's, like, talking about it. Bear McCreary, No one's talking man. about yeah. it. The soundtrack score, so bi- yeah, Or the score, I'm sorry. No, no, no you it, got Yeah, I knew exactly. Yeah, I leaned into That, that Surge, Tankian song in the credits.
0: That not as exactly. good. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the soundtrack, <laughs> that baby. Soundtrack.
1: soundtrack leaves a little
2: bit
0: to be desired. But yeah, we uh, leaned next to each other during one sequence. During one sequence. We'll yeah. talk about that sequence in spoilers, but during one sequence, I leaned into it and I was like, this song slaps. Yeah, it's mad good. And it's a good, it's a good. Which song was it? Well I We won't talk about no which spoilers. One of spoilers. There was a plane involved in the air. In the
2: air sequence. Ah, there's a little bit of bongo. Yeah, okay. you're talking it's about some, uh, some
1: Godzilla versus Godzilla.
2: I wish, man.
1: No, that's what that thing. The song from. is from, dude. All of the fucking music in yeah. this is from other movies. Okay. So this is good. We'll, that we'll talk about this. Here for the And I might be getting like... the movie wrong, but, but okay. that's it's definitely from like, like one fight. of those like really weird ones.
0: Save yeah. that for spoilers, and we'll get into all that like reference stuff because I think that'll be. So a cool we're not spoiler. allowed to spoil
1: the movie beforehand. You I haven't been on first, hot takes in a while. First
0: half of the movie, first half of the podcast, no spoilers, spoiler free. Okay. So, so spoiler free, Mike. What did you think of Godzilla?
1: Uh, I hated this movie. Wow. Really? Mike Burge hates a movie. I am a huge Godzilla fan. I have been watching Godzilla movies for a very long time. Have I seen all 35? Probably not, but I've probably seen most of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I love Godzilla. I think they're really big, dumb fun. I think that they always have like a really fun kind of like thematic energy that's never really taking itself too seriously, but... The more you dig into it, it can be really fun. Like you know, not, we're not talking like like the Roland Emmerich Godzilla from nineteen ninety eight with like Matthew Broderick and stuff like that. But like the the pre stuff like that. Uh, so no, this movie fucking slaps. <laughs> okay. This movie is everything that I wanted it to be as a little kaiju boy that I am. Uh, I kaiju
0: really boy. enjoyed this movie. You really had me going there. I thought you honestly yeah, hated no, it.
1: No, no, yeah. I was wow. surprised
0: because I was like, that means you've been lying to me for like a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Which is no, no. you a lot
0: of that? Have you been telling Robbie off-air that you hated the movie? Was no, he's a, been telling me that he likes That movie. I like, <laughs> <you> <laughs> like <laughs> it. Yeah, okay. so yeah. I was going to hate you. Yeah.
1: No, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think that I got – I think uh, Robbie put it perfectly when he was like, I went into this movie thinking, like, I'm about to go see a monster fighting movie. And that's what it is. And you get some really good stuff from that. And yeah. as somebody who loves Godzilla movies and understands, like – the ratios of like what has to be done to be able to get monster a to monster B to city C and stuff like that. You have to have some human beings talking about it. And one of the things that I think will be really interesting talking about this when we start getting into spoilers is that this is not, this is more of a global movie than any of like the Marvel movies or anything like that, which make a lot of money globally. Mm -hmm. This is a movie. These movies have to be designed to be able to be, Ingested in any country in the world and so because of this you have a lot of humans doing a lot of exposition You have a lot of repeated lines a lot of uh, By the way, I'm that person's dad Yeah, just in case you just in case you forgot because you can forget yeah Uh, But I really liked it. I, I thought that everything was really cool and as somebody who. I think has a, an above-average admiration for Godzilla movies. I found stuff in this movie to just be a rollicking good time, from the music to like certain jokes to setups. Do you
0: do you think that if you were not like pre-invested in Godzilla, do you think you would have liked the movie as much? I'll answer that question for you because I'm not that in, I'm like I'm not that invested in Godzilla. I saw, like you said, the Roland Emmerich movie when I was probably like. Eight years old, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed that movie for sure. Puff Daddy. Um, but, like, you know. Puff Daddy. I, Jimmy Page. I understand. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen probably, like, snippets of Godzilla movies over the <clears throat> course of my life, but only, like, as they're on TV, like, by chance. So never really seen any of the classic, classic Godzilla stuff. Um, and then I saw Godzilla 2014, and I also saw uh, Gojira um, the Japanese, what was it, twenty sixteen? Maybe the, oh, uh, the like, Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla yeah. Yes. Gojira
1: is it. the name of the original from like. The okay. 50. Yes, yeah.
0: I'm getting that mixed up. No one. Yes. Yeah. Shin God- Godzilla is. Shin the one Godzilla, where, is.
1: where he looks fucking weird. Which is
0: yeah, but kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like he. I have Godzilla, not seen
1: that one myself yet. Okay.
0: By Godzilla terms, I don't know. I guess he looks he looks good by like, like classic Godzilla, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. terms like this. This it's, like, is pretty- uh, like, it's kind of like – because it's kind of like – isn't
1: it's a mixture of like CGI and practical effects yeah, and stuff like bit. that. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of comes across as like, oh, that looks fucking weird. It,
0: it, yeah. But I think it works. So to answer your question, as someone who does not really have a lot of Godzilla connection, mm-hmm. I – and I – and also in the same way um, as you, Robbie, I went into this movie having seen it not been received well – Critically right. um, for the last week or so. I think that's why maybe it feels like it's been out longer than just Friday. Because the embargo went up a little bit earlier. It went yeah. out. So it feels like the internet has kind of been talking about this movie for a while. Yeah. Even though it's kind of just been out for a short amount of time. Um, so I was like very much had seen a lot of takes about this movie that were pretty down on it. Yeah. Um, so I also kind of tempered my expectations coming in. Um, but I... I really enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. Um, And I enjoyed it not just for the, like, big monster part that, you know, I kind of expected going in. And I I do think, like, as far as what it does with the big monster stuff, it really nails – there are a couple scenes that are just, like, human characters on the ground Mm -hmm. looking up and seeing the shit, like, pop off. And that sense of scale – and destruction at that scale is really what kaiju movies are about yeah have always been about and i think they really nail it with the effects there's one scene in this movie i don't think is as good but like for the most part like overall i think it really really nails like that's a that is that is that would break my brain if i saw in real if i looked up and saw that that thing at that scale my mind would shatter in two, and I would never be the same again, probably. Yeah,
1: I'd love to just get right up. I'm going to be talking about things that I like about this movie a lot, Mm -hmm. but I'm more Mm -hmm. interested... Because I I had seen the movie before you guys. Right. I saw the movie um, on... I believe Sunday. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're recording on Tuesday right now, and I sat in and watched it with you guys again.
0: Yeah. Right. So you saw it the second time. So I saw I'm, the o- time, I'm only I... halfway done here. Okay. Yes. I'm I... only halfway done here. Oh, oh, please. Um, so there's that aspect is kind of what I expected at the least to mm-hmm. get out of this movie. But the thing that surprised me and the thing that I really liked, probably the easiest way to summarize this is it reminded me of another movie that came out in twenty eighteen. Do either of you want to guess?
2: 2018 movie reminds you of this.
0: Uh, it's not Bumblebee. Nope. Um, Mike, a 2018 movie that that Godzilla King of the Monsters reminds me of. Uh, I'll give you a hint. I didn't actually like that this movie that I'm talking about that much. As far as I've talked about no it, I idea, man. that movie is called First Reformed. This movie reminded you of First Reformed. Yes. Shit,
1: that was and what I was gonna say. I will explain. No, no it's not. <laughs> that would be ridiculous for me to be able to pull that out of a hat. It's a uh, fun guessing. And
0: I will explain why. Probably more so in theater, in in spoiler part. But from like a from a like a <laughs> basic sort of view, you know, Godzilla has always been a kind of stand-in thematically for nuclear energy, nuclear weapons, um, and you you know, you said this kind of like they're never like that serious not that deep in it it's kind of just like that is the metaphor they're playing with it's never really like explored to that much depth but this movie deals with at the same time i think it's also talking about nuclear nuclear weaponry in a way um in a very like direct on the nose kind of way that we'll we'll talk about but also in the way that um it is also about kind of a, a like a climate change metaphor and the idea of Ecoterrorism terrorism in the face of dramatic and extreme climate change that no one is doing anything about. And there is, you know, the kind of the antagonist in this movie, which I'll go more into this later, is like that kind of eco-terrorist. I'm very happy right now. Yes. <laughs> I'm a very happy person. Right and now. it's, we're going to go into this <laughs> oh, big time. Oh,
1: oh. Um, I'm very happy,
0: and I, I've even seen like like I've tried to stay away from any kind of review, any qu- kind of like you know in-depth discussion. The buzz on Godzilla, you takes are, are out there, but, but from what I have seen, <clears throat> like in headlines, is like oh, Godzilla's metaphor about climate change is not enough or not like not there fully. And I again, I haven't seen. I'm not going to cite this article. I haven't read it in depth. Its points might be valid, but my hot take on this movie is it it at the same time nails what you were saying mike being um appealing on that global scale while also talking about climate change in a way that i think is maybe There's not some perfect deep shit not this perfect, movie's talking about yeah. not perfect but like it's there and it's yeah. it's quite obvious that it's there again some metaphors are a little i looked at you and kind of pointed you put global, it to point to my nose. It needs but to be global. global yes yeah. but like it's there in a way that i think people really should Fucking see in mainstream media stuff. I think there's
1: a there's a difference between being on the nose and being stupid.
0: It's not stupid. It's not stupid. It's very intentional. This is
1: another thing that like a lot of the stuff that I've seen that people have written about it are like it's confusing and it's stupid. And I go, first off, (laughs) if something is stupid, why is it confusing you, Mr. Smart Guy? Yeah. Something cannot be confusing and stupid (laughs) unless you yourself our stupid honestly, honestly and th- the thing. I
0: think the thing is people might confuse that kind of global way of making this movie mm-hmm. and what it's actually trying to do. Because in the first act, there was a poor part where I was like, mm, this is kind of stupid. And then they like go somewhere yes. with that in a way that it was like – Oh, now I see what you're doing, mm-hmm. movie. This is actually pretty good for like this kind of like kind of in the same way. Like they, they do something really
1: silly, and you go, "That's kind of silly," but then like five seconds later. Two characters on the screen remark on how silly that was yes. and poke fun at it, and they go, Like, don't you wanna have fun with us? Yes. Like we get how silly yes. that is. There's a
0: line, there's a line in there that I wanna that Ken Montanavi says that I want to bring up okay. it's like one of those things. So I'm only saying that to remind myself for later. I had a lot of
1: fun. This movie's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot
0: of fun. I, I really the, enjoyed it. I had a blast
1: the second time, too. I gotta mm-hmm. tell you. Like I it like it was even better the second time. I
0: think the pacing of the movie is
2: really good. Um I think there's only a few like slowdown moments, but for the most part, like the movie be like moves at a really good pace and i don't I, I can't imagine being confused by this movie
1: i feel like you know when i watch,
2: <laughs> so there's some we'll, teleporting there's some teleporting for sure yes well no but, like
1: but they devise a thing that like the argos like well, the let's, ship let's, that does well, not let's, exist let's, uh, like they sure develop this thing where it's like they can get whatever they we'll, want we'll
2: say yeah. this
0: we'll save this for spoilers but, um, but
2: yeah and my other you know i, I think You know, in terms of like movies that are critically panned or movies that I don't like, you know, I don't like movies kind of like a a Batman versus Superman because it feels like a bunch of scenes strung together, but no one really worried about like the overarching connective tissue. This movie, I feel like, you know, it has a really good pace and it moves beat to beat. Very, like, it, I, I just think the movie makes a ton of sense for what it's, what it's presenting to you. It's a
1: cha-cha-cha. It's cool. Yeah. Like, it's just just It just, a it just has,
2: a good, has a good tempo. It's at my tempo. It's a cha-cha-cha. It's a cha-cha-cha. It's yeah, it's a good, like, it's cool. It's a cool movie, and that's why I think you know, me and Burge are kind of talking about, like, they hate about it. I, I guess I, I shouldn't make the conversation about what people don't like about this movie. We should talk more about, like, what we like. But almost, Burge said, like, you know, it almost feels like people have, like, a hit out for this film. Yeah. And, like, I feel the same way. Like some of the people, some of the things people are bringing up, like, oh, like it looks like there's an Instagram filter over it the whole time, or like
1: this, uh, that's this, a this. stupid criticism. By yeah, me. I'm just like oh, anybody oh, who like, writes that I, is
0: dumb. I do want to say, I I recognize there's maybe like a con- conflict of interest thing coming from us in this. Like we have to acknowledge that that we are sitting in the theater that is hosting this movie for the next yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah. But I I am yeah, saying no, this I think gen- that's true. genuinely. I really mean everything I like I am saying yeah. about this because we just went and saw Brightburn last week. Yeah. And like by that same metric, you know, that was a movie I kind of thought was a little dumb. But I think there in in that movie, you and I talked a lot about the things that we saw that it could potentially do that I don't yeah. think landed for us. And I think on in the same way, this is a movie that could be seen as dumb in some ways, but I think everything that it was doing, to me, landed and made sense. I think I
2: wanted Brightburn to have a little bit more in it. I think I wanted Godzilla to just be
0: trimmed a little bit, because everything's there. I think Godzilla's very complete. I I think it could be just, like, slice away a little bit of fat on there. A little tiny bit.
1: I agree that certain parts could probably be lost, but I would rather those parts be... Expanded upon. Michael Doherty has Mm -hmm. already said, like, there is a three hour cut of this movie.
2: There's a three hour cut of everything. And I'm like, no, no, no. no." But (laughs) this is
1: like, he was like, I can do whatever I want. And a lot of it was human stuff. And they were like, lose some of the human stuff. And he was like, all right, but I have enough in here where I can keep the thematic tone level. Like, you can see stuff like with certain scenes where it's like, oh, you could have lived in this scene for about 30 more seconds and it would have had even more of an emotional tone. Maybe.
0: I could be biased by the fact that. By the time we got to the final climatic battle, my bladder felt like it was going to explode. You have a little, you have a little baby bladder. And and most they're, in, in the, actually, they're in the water most a lot. Most of the time, so most of the time, the in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the time, I really am pretty fucking good at not peeing. Yeah, like yeah. I sat through Endgame and I did not flinch for three. Well, soft you didn't hours. drink
2: for a week before. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I dehydrated
0: myself. That was that was my ritual. You're like yes, he's a piece of jerky. But uh, most of the time, no, I can help hold my bladder pretty good. And this one, I. Really fucking had to go, well, but yeah. that's we both had necessarily... to be during
2: John Wick, and I never ran out of a theater and back in, so I was like sprinting out yes. of that theater. Yes,
0: we we and we Could also be. judoed and snapped a guy's neck on the way. Well, he was in my way. and I just can't have that anyway.
1: <laughs> I think I I would like to talk on the uh, like the real quick thing where you said like us being biased uh, with the fact that like Story Screen Beacon Theater is showcasing Godzilla at the time of this recording for like another two weeks, and if. Like When we when we did Avengers Endgame, we saw it here. We yeah. knew that we were showing it for three weeks, but we didn't have to placate that movie on the benefit of like we're talking really good about this movie and we're showing it. Godzilla King of the Monsters is one of my favorite movies of the year so far. I had a blast watching it the first time. I had a big blast watching it the second time. I can't wait to see it the third time. And if I had gone in there and G-K-O-T-M did not deliver, I would not have lied. I would have said, you know what? I think there's certain aspects of the movie that work. I think certain people will dig it, but it didn't work for me. I hope everybody will come out and they'll check it out. I'm not going to lie about a movie and my opinion on it, just because I'm showing it at the movie theater,
2: I think it's good. And to- I was very nervous about it because it was yeah.
1: w- it was this was like Avengers Endgame. We all knew like there was going to be at least seventy five percent of that movie that we really dug. Yeah. Right. And so even if it was like somewhat of a bombshell, you could still talk about the stuff. It's the end of an era. Yeah. This was one of the first like this is like the only second first run movie that we're showing. There was a lot of. Risk involved. We're showing Toy Story 4 and The Lion King coming up soon. Like those movies are going to be bangers, whether or not they're actually good. They will make money. Godzilla King of the Monsters is one where it's like, you know, the 2014 one, like, you know, barely cracked 200 million. And this one's, like, not doing all that great, but it's already made back most of its, it's money that it made. Right, yeah, yeah, it's doing really good overseas, I think which, it's uh, good. global. Yeah, I
2: think it's good for us just to be transparent about it. Yeah. I totally yeah, agree. Totally, I, I, think, I think I'm glad that you said that. I think that whole piece is good, and I think that's you know almost something we should clip out and, and have people hear every time we talk about, like, movies <laughs> that are shown. here. Just gear. put that at the front of every podcast. Hey, guys, so welcome yeah. to, so, you know,
0: so, we're showing okay, this yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I, I think I only brought it up not because I ever doubt your honesty or credibility on something like this, but I wanted to say into the microphone that we recognize that right. that could be seen Which is why as I that. brought it
1: back because I was like, yeah. well, wait, we went somewhere else and I was like, no, we're, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're 100% we're just, right. We're just
0: conscious of that. We're aware yeah. of that and we still would never – not be honest about a movie, absolutely
1: not. And on and, that note, Godzilla: King of the Monsters, uh, story screen tickets are available on Fandango uh-huh. and anywhere that you can buy your movie tickets. MovieTickets.com. God you gave can me find a million them. You know, uh, nice StoryScreenBeacon.com. You can find them anywhere. You can buy them in advance, and you can come and see it. You don't even have to see it. Just buy the tickets and stay home. Who cares? I don't give a
0: shit. Listen, guys, I I can apologize for that audio experience, but at the same time, this is a <laughs> this is a free podcast with no currently. No ad support. So coming soon. Hey,
1: sports. I didn't tell you. I didn't mention why today was a good day.
0: Ah. ah. Okay. So I might be wrong instantly on that. Get but a little, get a little professional did, up in here. You did, um, listener. I'm talking to you. Get many, many episodes. What are we up to now? Like 160. 168 <laughs> ad free. So there's. What are we that. gonna do for 200? We'll figure it out. Anyway, do you guys have know, anything? Probably
1: Avengers 5. Probably. If we no, get that Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> um, do you guys have anything else to say, spoiler free, about Godzilla?
2: No, I think I'm ready to dive in. I think that, uh, I think, you know, if you're tepid about going into the movie, I think that, I think you should give it a shot. And I think you should go and just being like, is this movie going to be fun? Because I think it's a fun popcorn movie. I, I ate my popcorn and I really liked it. Also, like your, your really trying, perversion. I know
0: it's uh, you got a concoction going on there, but it is not that complex. You went from I don't like popcorn at all. I'm never touching popcorn in two movies, movies of seeing year, uh two years of seeing movies with you. I'm never eating popcorn in yeah. front of you to. Like free always shit.
2: eat popcorn in front of me. I just put M and M's in my popcorn. Uh, Sorry, really? I didn't Why? know it was a freak. Wh- wh- what happened? What changed? Doris, popcorn is not good.
1: It's pretty fucking. I also good, I think it, it was
2: like shoved up my nose all the time, like just having to smell it and make it all the time. No, like, you can
1: just say because it's really good. It is. Also you really can just good. say that. No, into no the it's really good. That I actually yeah. so
2: I tried some of the Regal popcorn <laughs> when we saw uh, John Wick. Uh-huh. Uh, not to like throw shade at Regal, but I was just like, oh, I think my palate has changed. I can now eat all kinds of popcorn. Prefer stories and popcorn.
0: Mm. No, no
2: shade at Regal, but uh, you know we got real butter, so that's where it's at.
0: I will say I do like your popcorn, but Regal's butter is not real, and that's a better thing for me. So, and I like I like buttery. We got the nutritional. Do you have nutritional yeast? Yeah, Yeah, we we do. We didn't used to. We had
1: it for like the second months. Yeah,
2: you never told me that shit. Well, did you ask? I don't go around asking for nutritional. You know what I really
1: like about Godzilla.
2: I was gonna say, see it on the biggest screen that you can.
1: Sorry. Yeah, it looks yes. really and the loudest and, the loudest and, the loudest and I will say hey,
0: with the nice seats <laughs> <scenes> that screen <laughs> pretty big that that theater pretty loud. Hey,
1: man, I, I don't want to dust any like shit off my shoulders or anything, but like no, I redirect so the, all of the bass and the treble <laughs> and the levels for each movie that we show in theater one specifically to the movie. There is so one this guy, movie there
2: sounds differently like, than a shout that made me jump. It, it, one yes. like. <laughs>
1: Mm -hmm. like that and i was
2: like i was like oh my god yeah uh before we go before
1: yeah i'm I'm glad we're going on the break yes i wanted to put a social experiment out there real quick of which i will not partake because i have seen it twice this is something that i found interesting and i've been talking to everybody that's seen the movie can you name me the three human characters the family can you name me their first names oh no no sir you can't even try you can't remember uh, any of their names.
2: I, well, should I say them now if I can? Say yeah. them. Yeah. It okay. Mean, yeah. So Millie Bobby Brown's character is Maddie for Madeline.
1: Madison. Yeah. Maddie. Or you Madison, got it. No, yeah. Maddie. You got it. That's her name. Maddie. Maddie. Yeah. And then. Um, that's it. This is astounding to me. That's the... it. Because like everybody's like, I can't remember their names. I'm like, how can you not remember the names? They say them like. So many times. I know one's
2: dad and one's mom. Well, <laughs>
1: the, yeah, the dad is named. But Astra. Daddy and Mommy had names before you were born. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe the, that. that.
0: <laughs> the dad, the dad is named Samuel Porter Bridges.
1: No, Sam is uh, Thomas just his character.
0: And then all the, the people are going to get that. Deep mom joke. is named. Um, I only remember the Mom's Hartman. name because I
1: have that name tattooed on my ass it's die hard did thing. you get that before or
2: after the movie does your ass have premonition no I just prem ass mission I, just,
1: I have that name tattooed on my ass different reason <laughs> Emma
0: okay so you ready to go to spoilers that technically is a spoiler
1: and the dad's name is Mark
0: you you spoiled my dinner no
1: that's their that's their name
0: do, do you have that tattooed on your butt I've Emma I've seen your butt oh yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on yeah. no okay this is an audio podcast and eh, there it oh is oh my wow. god okay. he really he holy does. shit Really I
2: my mind is blown. That is I'm not even making that up. That is a fact he has that tattooed on his
1: ass. And eyes. believe it or not, mm-hmm. that and was hered 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 just shaved yesterday. Oh, great. It grows that fast. Can you, you shave you your off? ass? The tattoo on my ass? Like you give a shit. Yeah, you I try and sh- I try and shave it off. It grows you back.
0: Keep it, you want to keep that thing visible. The I am, tattoo. I am I am flabbergasted. Clearly there, were, <laughs> there were other areas that were not shaved. He didn't, didn't get, get it all. It's just a tattoo
2: I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hot right now.
1: I'm like, I can't yeah. even believe that that's real. Uh huh. It's so funny that you guys think that my foot is my ass. Like that's the funniest part. That is strange. Is that you? No, you
0: show me your butt. Yeah. You can't try to change the bit around on that. We got. Oh, also, ass. Uh, if this you're, is good I'm, audio. I'm
2: here for uh, dummy thick Godzilla. I'm here for chubby Godzilla. I'm here for it body pause yep I'm here for Chubby Godzilla well, you know what you're day.
1: gonna love every other Godzilla
0: movie I've ever yeah. made because yeah. that
1: bay has always he been pretty, pretty much on only the, side. Went on the B- keto. Cutie. he pretty
0: much only went on Keto for the uh 90 98 oh, 1998
1: Roland Emmerich yes it's kind of like he's kind of like a big I, at that
2: point he's more like uh, he's on Atkins because that's like before <sighs> fucking <night>. stupid pieces <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just mad because I'm timely right. all right let's go to spoilers mm-hmm. and we'll be right Back. He really has that tattoo in his butt. That is fucking nuts. Going to spoilers. There's a tattoo in his butt. <laughs> <Here's the ad. laughs> Help me!
2: Help! <laughs> How am I?
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of It's Fits, where Story Screen's own film laureate. Brian Robert Fitzgibbons Speaks on a film Today Fitz will discuss the 2001 sensation Shrek <clears throat> um, Are you recording me right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shrek Starring Eddie Murphy <laughs> And Michael Myers No Shrek, I've never yo, I've never seen that. I know the donkey is Eddie Murphy, and I know Shrek is Shrek's like a really pop. It's like almost like Austin Powers. No, I think Shrek is more popular than Austin Powers for sure. Like, I don't know. Was Shrek really that ugly? Because, like, uh, because, like, because, like, because, like, um. What is Shrek? <laughs> Seriously, like, yo, if I, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is Shrek? Like, like. <clears throat> this has been another episode of It's Fits.
0: So, Godzilla is a metaphor for climate change in this new Godzilla.
2: Is Godzilla specifically the metaphor no. or
0: the whole movie no. in general? So Godzilla is a movie about a world where there is mass extinction across the planet. There is high pollutants, overpopulation, kind of similar to what we're dealing with. I think I that think that Godzilla is, King yeah. of the Monsters. Godzilla King of the Monsters. Not... Because this movie Godzilla opens, 2014. Yes. This movie very much explicitly opens with some, like, news footage on the background. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a post-Kaiju world where the world knows about Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And then you get some, like, news clips in the background where they're talking about, like, mass extinctions mm-hmm. and that kind of, like... And Kong. And... They bring, up
1: they bring him up a couple times. Like, all
0: this stuff is, like, peppered in yeah, a little no, bit. I think it's done in just very the naturally. Amount of way. And then... So... There is this secret science organization, Monarch. Monarch, which I I really like. One of the things I really like about this movie is like the kind of tech that Monarch has, like mm-hmm. pretty cool for the most part. It's neat.
1: You've seen Kong Skull Island, yes, I have. You did, the did we saw Gun, it together. You yeah. did, Robert, yeah, you guys, and, have, I, and yes. you guys have both also seen Godzilla twenty fourteen, Go. correct. Oh,
2: I am missing 2014 Godzilla.
1: I was gonna ask yeah, as long as you saw Kong you're good.
2: I saw Kong is Yeah, for, this, do, do this, this movie does not really have any from, tissue. Okay, so okay, so it doesn't
1: no. yeah. the okay, only I thought I was only, missing something the, whole the only movie. thing I think that is really a Drive to have seen the original Godzilla from 2014 the original rebooting the, Gar- the Godzilla, Gareth Edwards yeah. one is the Kem Watanabe scene has a very specific moment yes. in it that they do not explain. Is he
2: the main holdover from that movie? Like he's the main, he's like, the main, like him yeah. and Sally is Hawkins.
1: The, they're oh, they're yeah. part of a institution which we later find out is Monarch, and like right. they do that in Kong. Okay. But like it's the, the 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 stopwatch. It was his dad's pocket watch. Oh, oh that's well, when that's Trump. okay when the the bombs hit Japan and they stopped. And so that's the whole thing where it's like he has that watch and it doesn't work and he uses that watch right when he's like blowing up a nuclear device to save something. Like it's intense. It's very weird that they do not bring that up in the movie. It's very weird. I guess that's cool. I'm I'm here for that.
0: That's the connective tissue that's like. Hey, if you haven't seen Godzilla twenty fourteen, you. Yeah. you you'll miss out on this. But Robbie, if you have you seen it, you hadn't
1: seen it, and you weren't lost. You were like, "Yeah, so watch." I was,
2: yeah, I mean, now I didn't know. know. I didn't have as much. Many- <laughs> I Me mean, yeah, that's right. Much. I was like, You're yeah, so watch like that work. you are probably just like, you were just like, what it? time is it? Yeah. Time to
0: get a watch. That's the one of the best it's, dad jokes of all time. It's like, that's classic. Yeah, classic dad I, I heard you, okay. know, but like it's Cider also
1: and it's and used that. to be like, oh, he knew Andrew, and like, yeah. oh, they these guys have been well. Now, thick knowing and thin. the nuclear
2: bomb connection, and also hearing you say that that kind of bit about it, uh, not immediately kind of realizing the gravity of like a Japanese man setting off a nuclear bomb to the metaphor of nuclear
0: bombs. Yes. Pretty fucking cool. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, pretty yeah. Cool. Pretty that, cool. That kind of stuff is on the nose, like, and the the idea of like, I think Godzilla's a little bit more under
2: the surface, almost like the Lost City of Atlantis they go
0: to. Well, I'll get there. I'll get there. I, there's, that, that's a punchline that I've like, got in my back pocket. It's, um, cool. it's, cool. it's pretty fucking co- I, Did you hear me laughing? You were laughing like, a lot. lot. Listen,
1: I'm going to tell you this. I, I'm really happy that you guys both like this movie as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I would love for you guys to come up with something that's really kind of dumb about this movie that I don't think is also cool. You know oh, well, what I mean? I don't want to
2: play that game because I know No, 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 no. Yeah.
1: I really, I would love to like just honestly like going through and you're like eh, that was kind of dumb but like, like but it was cool. So I think you guys yeah. also think they're cool. They're cool, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 So to to kind of I like, think we're all on the same level. To yeah, kinda, we like it. Yeah. To
0: kind of get through like my kind of rundown of this metaphor because like this is this is the core of like why I like this movie because the monster stuff is on top of I think a foundation that I think is real like a thematic foundation that I think is really solid. Yeah. Um so you have so okay. At first <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at first when they introduced um I don't I don't remember any of the characters' names. Millie Bobby Brown Madison and, and Madison and her mother Emma. actress name. Uh, Vera Farmagia. Thank you. This is why I love having you on. You're welcome. Hot hot takes. Um, um, So they're setting that up with them being part of Monarch, right? And um, their work that is with these kind of established figures – because I think 2014 was kind of starting to make the climate change metaphor a little bit of like Godzilla is a protector of the earth sort of thing, Mm -hmm. the earth's natural balance. Which so they, is
1: like old school Godzilla shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Quick
0: question. What
2: makes Godzilla rise rise in uh the twenty fourteen
0: Godzilla? Uh, nuclear, what makes him it's a nuclear power plant. Um, exploding and it kind of powers them up basically. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, so so they're they're establishing that the world is basically dying from like climate change is a thing that this movie recognizes. Right up front, it doesn't say it out loud, but it's showing like mass extinction kind yeah. of stuff. And it's and then so they establish then that Monarch is working with the kaiju, the titans, as they call them in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then you have eco terrorists that come in pretty much like smash in while Mothra is coming up. We can talk about Mothra, played by for sure. a teen
1: heartthrob Charles Dance, yes, of Game of Thrones, yes, fan.
0: who is like Mothra the play sc- play the-, play- the fucking scary guy that you get to be the leader of your eco terrorists, mm-hmm. and they really come in just kind of fucking shoot everybody like it's real bad. It's got that
1: great shot of him like pointing Shooting the gun at the, the guy guy's head the and glass. then it cuts back the behind the and breaking. the glass breaks. That That's Michael Doherty right there.
2: And <laughs> with
1: it. Michael Doherty. Yes. We all trick or treat. In this house. Yes. Trick or treat. We respect Michael Doherty. We stand Michael He did
2: write uh, the Superman movie that's not so good.
1: Superman Returns of which the script is very good. The movie is not good.
0: Gotcha. He also
1: wrote X-Men 2 of which the movie is also very very good. good. Yes. He also made Krampus which fucks
0: very good slaps my own brother wrote an article about that
1: movie he did he did how is jeremy and his tight fucking ass
0: he's pretty good he is uh off for summer break right now that's it meeting up with jeremy
2: um one of these days i'm meeting with jeremy thursday to talk about video okay he wants to talk
0: about yeah just don't let this guy meet up in the same room with him alone i will keep her far away Okay, yeah, he you. he liked the joke the most. He's he's really a little man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. little guy. You see how I kind of <laughs> just like let it slide right off me that whole thing, but it, it really it kind of bounced off me and just hit you back, huh? Great, this is a very good movie. Yeah, it's good. So your brother has great taste in films. So <laughs> these eco terrorists come in; they really are just like slaughtering people. Oh, Silence your cell phones, Who please, that? folks. <laughs> I, I really can't Did tell that. Did they you. try and call, actually, I'm sure. try call Jeremy? I'm not sure. Jeremy was listening the whole hey, time. Hey, so. hey Siri. Um, so, so the eco-terror so, okay. The first thing that mm. I thought going into this movie was, this is kind of dumb. These are eco-terrorists. And sure. this is sure. when yeah. I started thinking about First Reformed. Because I think about the article that I just read uh, a day or two today that was – scientists expect the fall of civilization oh, to come around 2050 the well vice within our article? lifetime yes yeah. so you know wh- listen you know you can put as much stock into a vice article as you want sure. or whatever but the fact of the matter is um, things like, are not great there is a clear and present danger climate related to like humanity within our lifetime mm-hmm. The U.S. government, as it stands right now, I'm not only talking about, like, the Trump administration, which is certainly not fucking helping, but, like, parts of the Democrats as well having trouble adapting any sort of policy that, like, rapidly and significantly addresses climate change. So I'm not coming here, sitting here, thinking, like, this is not, like, a Thanos-was-right-actually kind of thing. But, like, when I think about First Reformed, that movie works in its way of empathizing with how does someone become radicalized and how does someone reach radicalization, reach like the point of feeling so strongly about something that I am going to take this into my own hands through radicalization. How desperate can I get about something like this? How bleak can the future look that I'm going to do something about this? And then how can I eventually walk away from that, from... Also recognizing and, and seeing compassion. Like that part of First Reformed fucking love. Mm-hmm. When I saw Charles as eco-terrorist in Godzilla, I was like, ah, I wish it was kind of more of that. And then, and then. Yeah, baby. And then the twist happens. And Le-twist. Millie Bobby Brown, Emma, her uh, – Millie Bobby Brown's mother, Emma. And Emma. Yeah, you betrays. remember that fucking name
1: now, don't yes. you? Yes. Yeah.
0: She she kind of like embarrass. she kind of she that's the twist of this movie yeah. is that she is actually working with the Through, eco-terrorists. Like it's
1: the same thing as Ethan Hawke's character in First Reformed yes. and Thanos's character in um Avengers uh what's I think inf- it's called Infinity infinite War Infinite War. Infinite, Im- infinite war. Yep, part, and this part they war. all share the same thing where they had uh, devastating grief put upon them. Yes. However large or small and it, it might leads be, to and a that's sociopathic what decision. leads to the radicalization yeah. that is also I, intertwined with. We need to save
0: the world. That's maybe the part that's not as good for me. I think because like her, her child was killed by Godzilla. You, you, you well, could, you, you, could, could, you, could it, you could trace it Godzilla back. Destruction of San Francisco, where Godzilla was
1: defending. If I yes, if yeah. I may, please.
2: I think that uh, the other examples that were, er, I think that. I like that we bring up these, like, trio of, like, villains or twisty villains um, because I think that's very cool to the conversation. I think her decision is very, like, devoid of empathy and very sociopathic because she's trying to, like, cut a cord, much like a third head to a beast. Um, And I think that's kind of, like, that motivation, whereas I think – I mean maybe maybe that translates to all of those guys that we're talking about. Like, that's, that's what so, I was saying so, is, so, is that they it's are so, it's very devoid they're, so
1: they're born from a very selfish it's guilt, need. But it's also like to cut off guilt and you have I, to cut off empathy. I think that right. here's the thing that's
0: what I think. Here's the thing. I disagree with that because <gasps> I see this as Yeah, hold on to your horses. <gasps> I see this as and I think the movie is conscious of this as well. I mean, like fucking Godira goes to Washington, DC. <laughs> And but sits yeah, on Washington D.C. D.C. fucked, and the U.S. government wants to kill all the Titans. Like they're like this scientific organization is standing in the way of the U.S. government going around and killing these these like protectors of the planet. Which I think on um, here's here's an example of this. I thought it was dumb mm-hmm. for the U.S. government to think to have the hubris to think they could kill one of these mo- these 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 titans even if they wanted to
1: welcome to but, every godzilla movie
0: but that is like the movie is saying that of, that is the yeah. hubris yep. of the US government to say we don't actually have to do anything about climate change mm-hmm. because if these 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 monsters if these these titans are the stand in for the balance of nature will restore itself by destroying humanity the US government thinking that like they don't have to do anything about that like i read Trying to kill the Titans as the same kind of hubris as not doing anything significant and radical about climate change? Fuck yeah. That is like that metaphor like still stands.
1: That's like I still hadn't solidified that in my head of why that was so cool. You just avoided it fucking yeah perfectly. no it's cool. That's maybe what made me like the
0: movie even more. So yeah. so then when they make that twist and Emma is it like one of the major significant characters that you as a viewer are taught to empathize with because she's. With Millie Bobby Brown, which you're like, oh look, it's uh, the girl from Stranger Things, and she's talking. She can talk. Cool. Uh, same thing with Sally Hemmings. Well, like, she, she can talk. She says, cool. oh, Hawkins, yeah. she says yeah. who they just oh, kill, yes. out of nowhere. Saturday, and yes. I like
1: found it very devastating when that. Happened. I was kind of uh, waiting for
0: the Brian Cranston moment in this movie, and that sort of was it. I thought they were kind of awesome. yeah. yeah. It's Millie kind Bobby of just Brown. like uh,
1: Sally Hawkins has better things to do, by the way. So
0: bye. bye. Yeah. <laughs> So when the movie kind of pivots to be that, and the movie, and it's it's also like, it, the the U.S. government is very much like a player in this whole thing, and the movie is, I think it's really cool that like the saviors of this movie is like this cool science secret science organization, and then it's. Dumb, but that also nobody hilarious. has believed for yes. a very long time. It's, it's also really funny that they also pepper in some hollow earth conspiracy <laughs> shit into that. And that's like great. the same like guy who's fighting for climate change. I don't know if this is like a like piss take kind of thing on this. That the guy that's like one of the main scientists for climate change, which is – sorry, what's the actor's name? Um they are talking about the, Bradley the, Whitford? The, yes. Yeah. He's awesome. He's hilarious in this movie. Yeah, he's good. I uh, think
1: a, a lot of people have said he's too much. No. Oh, no. I, think I don't need, think so. I think he's and necessary. I can understand that. It's uh, really? what I want. I, every time he says a stupid joke, I'm like, yeah, man. No, I'm here for Except it. for that one where he says, I record Everything. Everything. Everything that was weird. It's weird. It's a little weird improper Mothra yeah. the queen has just shown up Yeah, it's It'll like be, Beyonce yeah. doesn't show up and like you make a joke you make a joke about and like then double down on yeah, the yeah, joke no. Yeah.
0: so anyway, I, I and like, so the like queen. them like them at the same time like uh, proving the hollow earth conspiracy theory and then discovering Atlantis dumb but cool <laughs>
1: Cool in the sense that this is one of the biggest problems with these multiverse movies outside of marvel like marvel is like the king of the multiverse monsters DC has tried to do it dark universe soul tried to do it Like with like their monster verse and now this new monster verse is happening right now The key is in this movie. They do so much wacky shit it bends reality so yeah. when we go into the next movie that's going to be kong versus godzilla believe anything. there's a whole new like everything in the anxiety so is very important it's yeah. like Society has changed. A lot of different big major cities have been destroyed. New things have grown from them. We now have superfood out of, believe it or not, whether or not you want to laugh at plants. it, prehistoric dung. I did like they, that. They're like, oh, like the waste the from source. these titans yeah. is an energy source. And it's like we have built up this new ecosystem. I want... Kong versus Godzilla, to take place like 10 years so, in the future. So, but And now it's a different reality. Earth is unrecognizable in a way. Hollow Earth is a thing, and we have gone down there. We've figured it out. Maybe people live there now. That's fun. Like That's what makes the world of Avengers Endgame so much fun, is that all of this shit that doesn't exist in our world exists in that world, but it looks like ours, and we take it as like common stance. Mm-hmm. A person can just show up and they can be like, I can move really fast. Didn't see that coming, did you? I'm dead so, now, and now my my sister's going to be in movies. Bef- before Ooh, we get to that. Specific. Which both of them were in Godzilla 2014, by the way. Oh, really? Aaron Taylor Johnson and uh, Quick Jack. What's her uh, name?
2: Elizabeth Olsen? Well, yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. Should have gone
1: to you for that. I threw my
0: voice to Robbie, Yeah. Um,
1: I knew her name. I before. before I just yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I oh, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, I did. Before
0: we get there, let me like finish this. Like, Please. Sorry. Because I know I've been going for a while and I, I've appreciated we've broken off a little bit there. But this it all kind of came together for me. This like metaphor that they're doing with this climate change in the scene where Ken Watanabe is doing his monologue before he before they get down to the kind of hollow earth core where He's basically saying that, like, you need to kind of make this – like, we need to do something about this, but it needs to come from, like – which maybe this is not the best wording for it, but, like, it comes – he uses the word faith, which to me is the movie saying, like, climate change is a real problem. There are things that are standing in the way of addressing that real problem, but hope is not yet lost. Like, if we make – a concerted effort that is through science or led by science primarily we can save humanity i think it's and also, we can like um, save the planet
2: trust in in nature um like trust in like nature n- not n- i'm not trying no, to dissuade th- the climate th- change like, i don't, it, don't no think no, no, that no. works the, at all the
1: though. movie i think is doing ex- both exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. and it's the difference between trust and hope yeah trusting in nature to Cause, do cause, what it needs to do and Watanabe, hoping, that's what he, faith is. Hope like he
2: trusts that Godzilla will, hope. will kind of set the natural order of things but, or it will fight off like the kind of like bigger threats of it and then things will reset in
0: some way. But but because that could this be This movie a, that has could also be, deep ideas that, could be, that
1: are maybe not immediately clear,
0: clear to people where it's like,
1: yo, you can talk about shit as we are doing right now. Yeah.
0: yeah. I I think so. This is the uh, deepest Godzilla conversation that's out there. There's a, I think a kind of toxic read to that by saying like, Mm -hmm. Oh, Uh, if we just trust the planet, everything will be fine, which is not what I think this movie is trying to say at all. Mm -hmm. It is trying to say, again, we need to make a concerted effort through science to do something about this. In the same time, like like helping the planet heal itself, which is why. So wait, hold on, mm-hmm. which is why in the final scene or like going into the kind of the finale, they they invoke that same "let them fight" line. But um, help me out with the actor name, Dad, the Dad, Kyle Chandler. Kyle His name Chandler. Is Mark. Mark. He says no. He dad. says no. This time. We're joining in. This
1: time we join the this fight. This time yeah. we join the fight.
0: Very clearly. Very clearly, we need to make a science-based, concerted effort to do something about climate change that the U.S. government is very much standing in the way of right now. The movie practically turned turned to me and said, like, vote for Elizabeth Warren. Wow. Like – Maybe not so clearly, but she's, that's she's my, going how to I'm picking. Candidate. No, uh, well, that's who do a different you, who discu- do you think? Hold on, that's a different discussion. I don't
1: want to talk about this at all that's on fine. this podcast. Please, I, I'm not saying that uh, it's still so far away. Yep. Leave it alone. I just
0: want to say I'm not saying no because that's not what I want to happen. I'm saying no because of the cynical part of me that doesn't think that's what's going to happen, sure. even though it's what we need to happen. So that's kind of like my like pulling this all together as like the thim- what I saw this movie as, and I think it delivers all that stuff very deliberately, and I think it does that. It communicates all those ideas effectively. Maybe I'm projecting a little bit onto it, but that's my no, read. Of I, it. I read
1: all of that stuff there too, okay, and I cool. think that you articulated it very yeah, well yeah no
2: i think that's a great read
1: mm-hmm.
2: I, I didn't mean to i didn't mean to take away from the climate change like argument i just I, I guess i was focused on the idea of let them fight or let them do the thing but i i didn't immediately keep in mind uh that now nah, we'll join them specifically i, I just want to say very, i'm very <laughs> i'm very pro
0: fixing the climate just so but, but i think the movie <laughs> is doing that very specifically and very yeah. intentionally mm-hmm like it's still a Godzilla movie like Godzilla's still going to do the heavy lifting but like when this movie is talking about this allegory it's very specific to say we are going to join in and do something about this yes yeah and we being the science organization
1: may i yes to kind of reset the conversation here and kind of go back to like what we really like about this movie outside of that specific yes theme- it's your show. Is that okay?
0: Oh, no, totally. It's okay. our show. I, I'm, I'm I would, tired I would, of talking would, personally. So. No, no,
1: it's okay. I, I would love to read th- my very brief thing that I think Robbie has read. My Facebook post that I made when oh, I walked uh, out of Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Your real hot oh, take. So this is my, my real Bridges hot, hot take. take. Yes. This okay. was like immediately. Like I This was posted at 7.14 uh, p.m. Yeah. I saw the 3 p.m., which means I got out of that movie at about like. Five thirty ish and i worked and then i left and i wrote this and okay. I, I would love to because this was written before i saw it for a second time okay so godzilla king of the monsters was everything this little kaiju loving boy could want i am thoroughly entertained all the negative stuff i've heard is there in plain sight and i am there for all of it love the cheesy one-liners, love the blatant winks solely for longtime fans, love the fights and melodramatic moments. Everything in this movie is shameless magic. It's not perfect, and sometimes it soars and sometimes it hits hard, but it never seems to be unaware of what it's doing through the thick and the thin. It also has some serious religion-versus-science under and over tones that both feels right at home in a Godzilla picture and yet very weird for a big summer blockbuster, all of which are very cool things to me. Also of note, I literally chuckled giddily out of joy for a certain setup and shot, parentheses, by the way, this fucking thing looks amazing in an almost too surreal way, and parentheses, And I haven't had that type of reaction to a movie in a long time. It's just really fucking cool. This movie delivers for a weirdo like me, and I know tons of weirdos out there, so that's my piece, baby. Long live the king. Dinosaur emoji. Cool. Was the shot Atlantis? No, the shot was um, the very first, and like uh, Tim long-time listener. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Hey, Tim. Tim, Tim, Tim Irwin. Timmy, what's up, buddy? Hey, hey Timmy. He's listening. Podcast, uh, he hit me up because he saw that and he was like, which one was it? Because he came down and watched it on Friday here at Story Screen, and he was like, which, which shot was it? And it was the buildup of Ghidorah first being unleashed, fucking shit up, and you're like, how are our guys going to get out of this? But we all know how. All of a sudden, on the sonar, boom, boom, Godzilla shows up, pulls on out and it's that big shot of Ghidorah and Godzilla are about to fight each other for the first time and they're just squaring off. And I actually, Jack, you were sitting next to me. I I chuckled again. You did. In mm-hmm. that one, I was yep. like, it's so fucking cool. Yep. All, all of the, like the energy, this movie is so energetic and so much fucking fun. Yep. And I got to tell you, seeing it the second time, knowing that it's going to turn out the way that I like it, It was even better. Yeah. It was so much fun watching all these guys. Everything. Roden, Mothra. The
2: Mothra fucking thing is so fucking cool. Yeah, I really like the Mothra stuff. Jack,
1: you missed out on the the Mothra Roden fight because you walked out. I know. It's so good. I didn't think Roden
2: was coming back from that one, but. Well, he has to. I, now I know. <laughs> you told me. You he's told, got to be the said, slimy one that like, yeah. that like that
1: like 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 betrays Godzilla in yeah. the Kong versus.
2: So yeah. so um, kind of the undercurrent y things that I noticed that I really like the movie that what the movie did is uh, I really like that. Uh, the movie is concerned with the psychology of the monsters
0: in a, in a way
2: because mm-hmm. it like talks a lot about like how animals react and how animals like deal b- with certain behavioral characters. aspects. Behavior, yeah, yeah, I guess that's like maybe a better way to do it because like who actually really understands the psychology of animals in that sense. But uh, I, well, I, I like that character the Mark character being the, the surrogate for explaining that in that way. Yeah
1: he's kind of like a what's the term uh, Steve he's, a, he's, he's like a, Steve Irwin. He's a Gary Sue,
2: a Gary Sue. So how is that,
1: like, American? I don't scene? agree with it, but Ew, people have been calling that. Take him that back. That. It's scary. So you haven't heard that term? Oh, it's a real thing. I don't like either uh, of those it's terms. It's like a guy who's, like, not in the it. military anything, and he's like, hold on there, Mr. General. Let me tell what the military operation's going to do. But I think that this movie, takes, oper- like, functions well in that where it's like, they went and got this guy. He takes pictures of wolves. Well, no, he's an expert in I, how animals yes, communicate. I don't yes. I don't love the he kind of way that he like takes the reins
2: of a lot of scenes to be like, we're doing this now. And um, I, th- those beats didn't always hit for me. Hey, but you're like, the most
0: handsome white guy in the room. What do we do? He's like the least handsome white guy I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, like, but that's what, like, like
1: seriously, hey, I, I think that he never really takes ownership of the room. And this was in the second time watching it, I paid you attention to it because okay. it was a little weird the first time I watched it where he seems to kind of really grab shit. He always is either somebody else in the room is like, listen to this guy real quick. Or he goes up and he's like, if I may, these things are doing this and you might not have thought of that. And the general is like, oh, shit, you're right. Which is kind of like the whole Gary Sue observation where it's Mm. like, you're telling me a military general couldn't figure out that – they're hunting, which they're not really hunting. They're destroying buildings. But yeah, again, are, doesn't need to make sense. It's a Godzilla yeah. movie. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
2: I mean, I, I guess we may not take the reins as the right move. I just think that, like, because he's the main character, the plot bends around him mm-hmm. in a way where it's like, we need to go save my daughter from like she's down here doing this thing, and like the movie makes it believable because it's just like the military is super nice. They're super nice guys in the military. And they're just but like, they're, well, they're we got to seem we gotta, very gotta, nice in this movie. Well, no, they're like, oh yeah, we got to scoop his daughter. We oh, well he's Yeah. Well, they're very it. nice to him. There's, so uh, but that's like, so
0: you see my, there's a difference between like the military, like quote unquote, the military, like the, um, I, was he a general? I don't like the people that are on the Monarch, uh, planes and submarines and stuff—they mm-hmm. are yes military, but they are like they are very they, much. Working. No, they're, they're not separate. military. They're, they're
1: a government institutions. They're working. They're with, not militarized, okay. and the military wants. They're to working with consume Monarch. them. Yeah,
0: yeah, but Monarch has people who have like army clothing. Yeah, they're like a working. government
1: institution, so the military gives them people okay. to be able to use. But I'm saying like yeah.
0: there's a difference between those people and the like military. They're the ones that launched like the oxygen nuke. That kill yes. like, almost kills Godzilla. Bad
1: military versus good military.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like, um, I mean, that scene is, um, Iron Giant to a T. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like,
1: and uh, the like fact that the yeah. oxygen, like, bomb doesn't. Uh, her Ghidorah, Ghidorah is—we like, yeah. find out later—it's like, oh, it's an that, alien. That
2: motherfucker from space. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't do that. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's the best. It's, it's so cool. Good. No, but it's cool. I also, mean, so
0: my... to add to the metaphor, like the it's the U.S. government doing what they think is right, but ultimately it only hurts the problem yeah. even more.
2: Yep. My um, so yeah, I I really like the I like that the movie is concerned with the psychology of the monsters. Something I was thinking of um during watching the flick, and maybe we can like rap about this because I brought up like not loving. All of the human elements in the movie is um, I really liked how in the um, Planet of the Apes rebooted series um, that is later directed by Matt Reeves. Uh, I really like how though how the first movie is very concerned with like the human element, and then they use that to demonize the humans and then humanize um, the Apes uh, Caesar and the Apes. Caesar, yeah, um, and then I kind of like, but the thing is like one of my main criticisms of the first Planet of the Apes movie is just like. A lot of humans talking, but understand because the apes aren't the, vocalized. The very. rise, like the one with the James rise. Franco. Yeah, because yeah, 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 it's so, more
1: like kind of – They're setting it up. Yeah, they're yeah. like kind of building the bridge, which is what makes the other when two so you, good. And then when
2: you get into the second planet, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, um, the human lines like – I, I even think it's is edging more on like very, sixty forty yeah. you know and and, uh, and you got movies, people like
1: Jason Clark just like showing up to be like and
2: and Gary Hello. Oldman just being like hey we're doing the thing we're here doing it and and though and they work and they're very The apes is so good hell it's yeah good. but let me so
1: sorry sorry, sorry. No, no 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 it's so
2: it's, good it's, it's, so it's so fucking, fucking it's, it's so it's so better if you watch it with the subtitles on the Apes that was a weird thing I did uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I still got what's what going d- on that's a
1: that's a story screen presents that's a deep
2: yeah, <laughs> uh, for long-time listeners. But – um, so yeah, so that like fraction kind of changes and, you mm-hmm. know, you can humanize these ape characters a lot more in the other movies because y- you can read what they're saying. But I do think that – Maybe. Um, I think those movies become a lot more entertaining because um, – we are much more invested in, like, the ape culture and how that's evolving, how that's changing. And I think with a big criticism I've always had with, like, Transformer, basically these movies that, like, they need to have people anchors to make the insane kind of work, and so we have empathy, and so it works with what's going on. I, that's why I kind of brought up what I was saying about Godzilla, because I think that it's there, and we don't need the human stuff to anchor it as much. I think we can tone down the human stuff... And I think the psychology and how like – like seeing uh, Rodan bow to Godzilla at the end of the movie, that physical language is like enough for me to just – I just need that. I just need that and like I just need the monsters to kind of play more in that space because they're so believable. They look super good. I, I think they can have these like human-esque qualities and operate on their own and we don't need the humans to kind of – fill in the blanks for us as as much anymore, you know? And that's what kind of, like, took me out of this movie because my favorite chunk of the movie, my favorite... The movie, when the movie, like, actually put its hooks in me is when it's, like, the, the Mount Vesuvius, almost, Ghidorah landing. And it's the fight between Ghidorah rodan and godzilla happening in the sky on the ground the scale that jack was talking about in the first half of the episode and like seeing like the the cataclysmic damage people getting swept up by these like beings that literally affect like
0: the temporal reality Dude, that i i love in. every time like uh one of the titans just moves a little yeah. bit and like a building just like disintegrates and the, and the thing basically. is like the
2: minute and like in that sequence it got it got back to the human stuff just a little too quick for me. It just yeah. got back to the human self just a little too soon. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like I'm talking like 10-15% less cuz I do think you need a little bit of that stuff there, but I think let I think the monsters can be let to breathe a little bit more
1: and I'm here for it. And I think they can they can nail that. You like locked it in my head right there where it's like this is the best version of a Transformers movie. Oh, fuck like this yo- is oh, what it is. Where it's like, me. you are showing up not for Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox like flirting with each other. That's not You're true. showing up for Transformers to fight each other. You're showing up for, for... But they figured out a way to thematically like build in where it's like, yeah, it might be... It might be less entertaining to watch what Mark, Emma, Madison are doing. Mm-hmm. That's their names.
2: Okay, thank you. Facts.
1: But it's not...
2: Boring, mm-hmm. maybe no.
1: compared to the entertaining like spectacle that's like kind it's, of grounding all yeah. of like the set pieces. Yeah, sure, but I didn't find any of that stuff boring I think because it all had thematic tonal. That's ties. the thing. Like, I
2: think it's all there. I just think we're with it too long. Dude, I this think that, does this movie I it, fuck. It slaps. It slaps. Okay. It slaps. Okay. It slaps. Okay. It slaps. I, the thing is, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I broke too soon. That's why, that's why when I say, like, I need a 10 to 15% human, like, I'm not saying I need 100% less humans in it. I'm not saying we need to go to Cybertron and do just space stuff forever. I'm saying we need to shave the people stuff down and let the monsters have, like, like one of the most powerful scenes in the movie to me is, again, all the monsters bowing down to Godzilla. And that's just, like... Andy, circus, like, fucking physical language. And that's things that, like, we understand as humans. Mm-hmm. There's so much I think they can do with the monsters uh, physical language-wise that I think could, could have a lot of bigger story beats. And I think, this, I think it's, like, even – because I don't even want to bring it up because, like, you know, Jack brought up the really good climate change allegory, which can only really fully be communicated by – the human characters. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm trying to talk about, like, this perfect balance that wasn't there in the movie for me, but what I wanted where that's all – that whatever Jack talked – all the things that Jack brought up is still intact.
1: Yeah, whatever Jack talked. Yeah, all the other He was saying,
2: but the things that Jack brought up is still intact. But, like, I I, I wish there was just a few elongated monster set pieces Yeah, for me. I,
0: yeah, I, I agree with you that I think, like, the – the, the thematic elements that I was talking about, really, that's why you need the, the humans there. Yes. Um, but it's not perfect. I'm definitely not arguing that that stuff is perfect. It. I think for me, it was there in a way that, again, my kind of re-measured expectations did not see coming at all. And yeah. I think it was effective. And it spoke to you
2: specifically. I think well. it was really yeah. ex-
0: effective in, like, in conveying that message, even if, like that part was not perfect and i also think that part not being perfect also comes from the kind of like global language that they're trying to achieve with this yeah. like this movie is is trying to cast a wide net and i think it's saying those like pretty deep thematic things while also like maintaining a broad appeal yeah. I, Cause, think, like, I think i think
1: stating can't... that is not like a uh... It's not like an excuse. It's it, it kind of like it makes it more understandable. Like first these reformed, things still stand on their own. First but like, reform it, it, won't do well in of China. Thinking it makes it better. Yeah, no,
0: first reform. First reform well does well not work well in China. They've never heard of Albany. I I'm not. I'm just saying that like not <laughs> yeah. no shade at China or anything. But like from that market perspective, like Godzilla is going to. Yeah, do— Yeah, but also China
1: is very well aware of global warming. <laughs> yeah, I know All they global are. Global I, I know they are
0: definitely. But like from the who goes to see a movie perspective. Like this movie is going to do a lot bigger on, even in the U S like, first reform didn't do that did not make as much money as fucking Godzilla did in the U S It's one of the things that's so
1: upsetting about like the rotten tomato score and shit on this where it's like people are fucking canning it and you're like people are not going to go see the fucking movie yeah. and it's like it's a good time on the yeah. big screen people are going to pick this
0: shit it's, up at red it's boxes such, or when it's, it's, it's such
2: a competent blockbuster but
0: you have to
1: see this on a big screen my, my, my
0: point is I, I really think it's like sneaking that kind of metaphor in yeah. to an otherwise huge, wide yeah. mass market appeal kind of thing. And I think your meta- your your like connection here to the Planet of the Apes trilogy yeah. is especially apt because I think it's probably on that same trajectory. I think there
2: is going to be a significant decrease in human portion in the next movie. Because they're
0: going to make a third movie.
2: They, it's already – I think it's done. I think it's shot. You know? Like,
0: yeah.
1: They're good. It's it's pretty much already shot. Yeah.
2: So like I and I think with, you know seeing just like the physicality of Godzilla in this movie, I think it's just really powerful. I think like he yeah. he says a lot on its own. And you know, if you if you if to go back to like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes or even and even more for Planet of the Apes, like we can sum up the the human struggles in those movies like pretty efficiently. And yeah. they're and they're good. They're good human components of that movie. But I think like Godzilla and these monster movies exist in that same world of like, because I've been feeling this, this same sentiment since I was a kid watching the Transformers TV show being like, I don't know why we have the fucking humans here. And now growing up, I understand the kind of anchoring that they do and kind Uh of like what connects, what, how, you know, how maybe someone who's not just a child can connect to those shows and those, and those series. But, you know, I just don't, I I do think there is a better balance, and I I, I just kind of wish a lot of these movies kind of gave people a little bit more of just like the characters that the title's about, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that yeah. that's kind of thing. And I think that like they can, and you know, I think that's the thing. And that's kind of it goes back to my point, Abe's point, like those humans chunks are way shorter, and because they're more concise, those struggles are way more powerful. <laughs> I, like, um, uh, Woody Harrelson's. The like yeah. whole bit in War of the Planet of the Apes, I think, is super strong because it's so concise and because it's punctuated so well against what Caesar and everyone else is doing. Again, a little different because at that point, most of the monkeys could talk.
1: I mean, that's it, War of the Planet of the Apes... Masterpiece. It's a fantastic Godzilla, fashion. King of the Monsters. Not Blockbuster Entertainment. Yes. Come on out, eat yes. some popcorn. Yes. Yeah. And so, that's like they like Godzilla's character in this movie is very awesome. There's a song. I want to mark. be friends with Godzilla so, in this movie. I want to hug him. Man. Man. I want to chill they out they with him. Them.
0: I think the thing is though, like those, these two, if these are trilogies, if there's going to be a third Godzilla movie, and that's like the probably not. I think, let me be clear. Let me be clear. That I think the uh, the Warf- the Planet of the Apes trilogy is like those are three much stronger movies than the th- than yeah. these three Godzilla movies, and mm. I'm talking so highly about this Godzilla movie because I think it impressed me from like Exceed- my lowered my lower expectations going in. Yeah. But on that same trajectory, if you look at like the state of the world within Planet of the Apes and Godzilla as these like three three movies line up. First movie is the world as we know it. Mm-hmm. Some shit happens and the world has changed forever. Second movie, the world has changed forever. But for the most part, like, there's kind of some semblance of human civilization still going on. By the end of the second movie, human civilization looks completely different from I've anything. Completely
1: reformatted the reality Oh, the of world. the world that we went into at the beginning of the movie by the end of the yes. end credits. Not which even is, like the, the end credits which, scene. I mean, which allows the third movie in... to
0: have that breathing room, both with the apes. become It becomes that 80-20 split where yeah. it's 80% apes, 20% humans in War for the Planet of the Apes. I think they're going to do a similar thing in Godzilla. Yeah.
1: May I? Yes. Please. Real quick. Kong versus Godzilla will be... Kong fights Godzilla, beats Godzilla, kills Godzilla, but oh no, it's been Mechagodzilla the whole time nah. underneath. No, this is literally from other movies. Okay, what? <laughs> and you're like, oh, who's going to win? Kong versus Godzilla. Who's going to win? And Kong beats him halfway through the movie. It's a twist. It's been Mechagodzilla the whole time. Mm. And the military has been building a Mechagodora
0: Mean, Mecha, shows up Mecha because
1: we already found out that they everything Charles that they, out they find head. out about these things is d- diverged from DNA and uh the splicing like they've already been able to digitize how they communicate to one another mm-hmm. digitizing how they move easy so I like then the idea of some arrival Godzilla and Kong have to yeah. fight because Godzilla's like yo you thought you beat me but that was just my stupid robot brother i'm gonna come up and they're going to fight and then mecha godzilla uh, mecha Ghidorah is going to show up and they're going to have to team up and fight him and then they're going to both look at each other kind of like jason jason statham like dwayne uh, johnson. johnson yeah kind of mm-hmm. just like y'all don't like you but like we gotta let's do a movie yeah, together yeah, yeah. i was thinking of like Hobbs uh, and shock coming to story no great, i'm into soon. that yeah. i was
2: thinking of like what the like if this movie is like all about cam- climate change or not all about climate change but what's, it's, the, like, kind what's of the, the allegory in the third i was movie? thinking of like uh like being native to a place versus like colonialism uh yeah and like how like kong's all about like kind of like Yo, this is our fucking house.
1: Yo, are Get you... out of here. Hold on a second. Here. Are you breaking this shit down right now?
2: Yeah, I think so. This is right. pretty good. No, keep oh, going, I, just, I think that, like, Con- I, I, to me, Kong Skull, Skull Island, and it's been a while since I've seen it, but from what I kind of remember and gather from it, it's kind of about, like... This it is takes my- place,
1: like, Vietnam era, yeah, like, kind and of it's stuff. About, yeah, and it's
2: about King Kong being, like, this is my house. Get the fuck out of my house. And yeah. then when you go back to other King Kong stories, like, it's about taking him and trying to condition him and it not working... And then Godzilla well. becoming right. this king of monsters. If Godzilla could succumb to some kind of monster hubris, he might want to try and do some kind of like radical colonization of the entire planet.
1: Right. I don't, That's I like don't this, know if it's gonna go this, this movie thing, at my one prediction. point or another was called Godzilla Rise of the Titans yeah. because yeah. it's all they're all I coming up. It's Justice movie. League, blah blah. King What's of the and then they were like King of the Monsters because now. This guy's fucking God. This guy's yeah. fucking King. And again, we haven't even broken into the entire like religious versus science thing of this. Yeah. Where it's like, they're like, these are gods right. from old school, and we're using science to be able to find out where they came from.
0: Yeah. That's but too much to get there's into. A, right there's now. a, there's, well, there's, no, we there can. is a line I need where to be, so. we literally, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're an hour. We're in. encroaching. So it. there is a line where they say that I like they talk again. about these being gods, but there's also a line that says they're no, they're animals. Yeah. And that's like yes. they're like balancing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. it's cool. It's, yeah. I mean, humans cool. are animals and they're like the gods. I mean,
1: I guess that's that's actually all the conversation really is. Is about like, yeah, the, like the religion versus uh uh science in the whole thing. Is like these are gods, yeah, they were once referred to as gods, and now they can just be explained away by science, but, like, not really because
0: where the fuck did these things come from? Bringing it all back. Bringing it all back. First Reformed. hmm Nature. What if nature is God? We are killing God.
1: Which also, by the way, dear listener, yeah. if you don't know, First Reformed is a film that was directed by Paul Schrader in 2018. stars Ethan Hawke and um, 18, the up. girl from Mamma Mia here I in need we go again. I'll right back. No, that, no, the, that, like, no, no, we no. should stop. This should be the, this should be the end of the. I mean, I guess oh, up
0: to you guys. It's not much. We should stop. It's like an hour yeah, and a half long we're... now. But I mean, I th- I think that kind of stuff is there too. Like I I really see the connection there of like, is this nature is this, is this God? If like that is that's really what First Reform is talking about on like the art house scene. And I yeah. I, I, I applaud. I really that
2: think th- that you secretly really like First Reform. I it's do us, like First yeah. Reform. <laughs>
0: I do, I just didn't love watching it movie. he didn't like it at first, but yeah. now he really likes right. it. Right. Yeah. I didn't... I, listen, I Respect. think I'd probably like First Reformed a lot more on a second watch. Mm. I love Don't what, what First Reformed... Me. I, I love what First Reformed is talking about and thinking about as a movie. I just didn't love watching that movie. I applaud Godzilla for approaching the same subject matter... On a global blockbuster scale, as an art
1: house Paul Schrader film,
0: and then also like giving all the fan servicey stuff, which Jesus. is also something you haven't really talked about, is like all the minutia of Godzilla, like references and fan service, and the music, which we talked about, fucking slaps. Yo, the music's
2: mad good in this movie. The it fact that the music, ma- so the music, the music, is,
0: the music is mad good, but also is like referencing specific it's, classic Godzilla yeah, shit. Yeah that fucks it's
1: really cool yeah, like yeah. they're not only just referencing like the original og godzilla like theme they are referencing specific fights between godora and godzilla and road it's crazy
2: all the fucking bad takes out there like i just don't think i think this movie at worst is a fun time that's it like Dad, you know like, i
1: think it's the whole idea of just like you look at a skateboard and you're just like that thing's fucking stupid yeah. And everybody's like, "Yo, Ken just called that skateboard stupid. Yo, skateboard stupid." Ken's pretty And then cool. everybody heard that Ken called that skateboard stupid. And then everybody else is looking at that skateboard and they're like, "Yo, that skateboard looks pretty cool." And all somebody's like, "Oh no, that's the skateboard that Ken said was stupid." And they're like, "Oh yeah, that's stupid skateboard. Yeah, it's stu- listen. I, it's an I avalanche kind of thing." If, if, and I'll I'll tell you this: I haven't read. I've read maybe. Three reviews of this movie that have been diabolically negative. Yeah. Like, I hate this movie. Most of them, they're just kind of like, yeah, there's too much humans. Go see other Godz- every other Godzilla movie. Eh, you know what? The humans don't really have any good dialogue. Go see every other, um, what's it called, blockbuster okay. out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah. Uh, you cannot like the movie and it's cool. I like the movie. I had a fun time. I that can't wait cool. to go see it for a third time. I'm going to buy it on Blu-ray. I'm going buy it, to buy it on 4K. It
0: was probably going to look pretty good on 4K. It's
1: probably going to look you know, if really get, good on if, 4K. If we
0: get too deep into the woods of like the discourse of movie criticism and, and film criticism, like Robbie's bladder will explode. True. But I need to be so bad. Yeah. But <laughs> I, again, I, I think like my kind of reaction to this movie is tempered by seeing how the criticism was up front and i think like maybe the movie's doing a little bit more than i having not read any of those reviews is giving it credit for
2: yeah yeah, no i'm here for it i think you know i i all i can say is i had a i had a good time uh this conversation definitely makes me want to kind of see it again um
1: you just wait until this time tomorrow night you're gonna go i I think i need I, need I think see, I need another KOTM. I need to, see, I, I
2: need to well, see nonfiction.
0: Good news. So. When, so yeah,
1: uh, go. where, and when can we see this movie, Mike Birch? At the time of uh, the posting of this podcast, you can see it at a Story Screen Beacon Theater up until June nineteenth.
0: <gasps> oh, 19th, well, 19th, I, I would implore 19th. you, listeners, to maybe go check it out.
1: Because the day after that, we get Toy Story four.
0: Oh, and shit hello. changes
1: after that.
2: That movie is going slap. I oh, hope mm-hmm. I hope so. <laughs> We're going to so. move
1: directly from populist uh culture wave of uh disagreeable political fare mm-hmm. to what does it mean to be alive? Mm-hmm. And Tom Hanks is going to tell us. Guess
0: what? I Never. also like talking about that kind of shit. So, it's going to be fucking Strap deep. In. I yeah. feel like being real.
1: really fucking high when I go see Toy Story 4 for the first time.
0: I saw the tech
2: You two really fucking stoned. Did you? Uh, I think I didn't like it as much for that
1: reason. Oh, well, that's you know, so bad. like this. So like, when well, I, I mean, it, that's the that's the that's the dicey role. It's
2: true. Yeah. Well, I think I think yeah. a lot of the reason I like Godzilla is because I like had a mad long day today. Good day, but like really long day. So sitting down and taking like the key the of the, out yeah. of my fucking brain and just kind of like Dude. I don't you know the phrase like turn off your brain gets used a lot and I use it a, definitely a decent amount. But I think this movie is actually better when you keep your brain a little bit on. Yeah.
0: My brain was on. Yeah. I and would like say. Good. And I enjoyed it more than I thought People I was People that going
1: use to. the term turn your brain off when you watch a movie are a bunch of fucking sanctimonious pieces of yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, I've think said, that it than I said it else. before. are smarter than everybody else. Well, I enjoyed cool. it just because I turned my brain off. Fuck yeah. you. Go I mean, watch like, I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot. Get the fuck so. out of here. I I will say I did. I I, I do too. Guess what? Not going to turn my brain off when I watch that either. (laughs) Because I better have have my brain on when I watch that French film. Oh, I got to have my brain on when I watch that.
0: I might not get it. I do want to see. We have to stop this right now because I'm getting saucy. You are getting yeah, pretty saucy, that's yes. I do. Want, I was just going to say, I do want to see Princess Mononoke. In, Yo, the I saw
2: for the first time here.
0: Yeah. Dude. Dude. That's an all-timer so, for me. I, so, so All far, timer so for my PT studio
2: Ghibli's
1: looks really fucking
0: good. I on big
2: bet. Screen, so far, my studio Ghibli's that I've seen is Totoro, Spirit Away, Princess Mononoke. When I saw Spirit Away, it blew my fucking mind. I was like, there is no way another Ghibli movie is going to blow
0: out Spirit so, Away. So... Then Do I you? saw
2: fucking Mononoke and I was like this movie
0: slaps You guys remember when you were a kid And you used to, there used to be uh, VHS stores Jesus. Where you go and rent shit from the, yeah, You're yelling at me for my elbows Man. And you're doing all kinds of you stuff over there Get our, our elbows yeah. 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 You guys remember when like, like Blockbuster existed Or like for me it was the Price Chopper Block Which was on Buster. the other side of the river from you guys So it probably didn't matter but the Price Chopper had a video rental Store in it like the grocery store Oh wait really? For me, that's like unheard of. Yeah, you, right? the, the the grocery store by we me had some had
2: off-brand. Uh, the
0: price Chopper
1: blockbuster. Yeah,
0: price so blockbuster. Princess Mononoke, like that is a a very fond, strong memory of mine of being like very young and every like going with my mother to the grocery store when she had to do like like grocery shopping. You'd Be like, let me
2: get VHS, and then
0: like my yeah. my thing would be like, hey mom, can I rent like a movie or a game or something like that? It was either PS one games or like VHS tapes. Mm. Princess Mononoke was one that I rented when I was probably too young. It's but I got, away, movie I got away I got away with it cuz yeah. it was a cartoon. Yeah. But I I, re- I must have rented that movie dozens of times when I was a kid. Do you guys want
2: to know one VHS I rented all the time when I was a kid? The first season of Birth
1: Jim.
0: Wow.
2: I fucked with Earth. So there was a place right you down the road for me. Fucking pieces of shit. Slick mo- little shit. Called Movies. It wasn't a blockbuster. It was called a movie it was like three O's called Movies. And it was a video rental store that was in the shopping center close to my house. And I rented Earthworm Gym uh it probably wasn't season one because you can't film a whole season on a VHS, but it was like some collection of episodes. And I rented that shit on repeat earthworm gym one of my favorite shows. Did, also, it, just first. so everybody Freakazoid knows episode.
1: we have not broke we have not edited this robbie still has not gone to the bathroom yes it hurts i have to go to the bathroom at this point what
0: did you rent on uh vhs mike oh yeah what was the okay, thing you rented off
1: like, vhs i i rented movies you goddamn assholes well, what's something that you, like, <laughs> like i went what's something I that you hid, like multiple what's times? one that you so, rented yeah. over and over again you
2: made your parents like get for you you're like I want to see it again They're like you want to see it again You're like I fucking love this movie Mom let's do it Oh uh,
1: probably Last Action Hero Yeah we okay, got that yeah, a okay. lot right, But cool, then cool. we Like my parents were kind of smart Because they were uh, uh, Motherfucking poor So if I asked to like Rent Last Action Hero twice The third time they were like Well I guess we should just go buy it For 19.99 Instead On VHS get, like, Which is like probably half our rent at Yeah that point, it's a lot Yeah, Living <laughs> yeah. in the fucking hole that we lived in Yeah yeah
0: no, I mean that's kind of the ironic part of like renting Princess Mononoke like 20 times is that they totally could have just bought it for me and that would have been that. But like that's kind of like the ritualistic part of it of like going to the A lot of the times there, there and, was something
2: like, about like going to the – to be like I want to go to Blockbuster or in my case maybe movies. And when <laughs> you were a kid, it was like
0: please, 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 can we go? Please
2: like yeah. beg and anyway, you I go, played
1: uh, and uh, Donkey Kong 64 re-rented rented it stuff. three weeks in a row got to the final level turned the game off saved oh, no. it went to school got back my dad had returned it because, because he was like oh it was due fee, yeah. and I was like and that was cartridges. That was before memory cards. So you're, yep. you're
2: out. So somebody that, could. I still to it. this
1: day have not beaten Donkey Kong sixty yeah, um, four because I hate my dad, and <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm
1: not, right. I, re- I
2: refuse to I met to your repeat. dad. He him. seems
0: like someone who would do that. And let's okay. let's call this podcast <laughs> before. <laughs> okay, he's a nice guy. Therapy is very expensive, so we're not going to do that here. Can you rent therapy? Yeah, technically, that's what you always do. That's it's what hard. you oh. do, you yeah, don't yeah. buy it. Technically. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, this is not the only podcast we do. Um, there's going to be another Catherwood Ray cast coming up probably after this episode, so check it out. Yes. Uh, there's uh, there's some some business, some unfinished bidness that needs to be done. we got to talk, talk
2: about L2S2.
0: Yep. <gasps> Go check out uh, our also hot takes on Legion John Wick three. 3. Legion Season 2 part two. part two. That's part what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You also did a podcast on uh, I Think You Should Leave. Yeah, that show Slash. Check that out as well. Yeah, check out Mike's most recent podcast on um, his Overdrinkers podcast, where he talks about The Lion King and Whiplash. And also Jupiter Ascending. With one with Brian uh, Kopechak. And Brian yes. Kopchak and Linda Kodega.
1: I'm very proud of that. Both those episodes. Those, yeah.
0: are, those are two-timers. Go check those uh, episodes out. We have an
2: episode on John Wick and Brightburn. I said that. Fuck you.
0: Okay. <laughs> Thank you, um, Robert. Oh,
2: can you buy a fucking t-shirt? Now you. Now we have a we have a ma and pa store, brick and mortar, where you can walk in, spit in my. F- face say
0: godzilla fucking sucked and Fuck then,
2: you also i don't think climate change is real and godzilla is a fake dinosaur
0: one t-shirt please you can literally do that to yeah. me tomorrow if you if you buy a t-shirt you can spit on robbie please i was gonna say that's not true but then you confirmed it oh so my I bad guess, I, I guess oh, the, oh no
2: no no that's no no yeah please don't um
0: no, you know, no, yeah, yeah, don't, no, yeah, no, don't. No. Be, re- be respectful, yeah. but, uh, but, yeah. come do, to Source. Can
1: normally take this long to end episodes? especially
0: I don't, uh, I don't have to pee, and I know you two have to pee, so I'm just torturing you too. Cool. Yeah. So, thank you, Mike Burge. Thank you, Robert Anderson. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I think that's it. Goodbye. Peace. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Fucks, go see it. Slaps, yeah, slaps. I guess, sure, yeah. But uh, I think it's good, it's good. It's good. You can think it slaps, and I can think it fucks. That's fine, that's okay. It's not a big deal. No, wait, don't leave. I want to go to the bathroom with you. Peace. No, I want to go to the bathroom with you.
2: Barry has like inspired me. Like I've been, I've been like toying around with like some like TV ideas, and I've never been super into like the idea of writing TV, but now I'm kind of like, yo, Barry, like it speaks
1: to me. Man, like I'm into it. TV
0: though is you got to get renewed for the first season, and like getting a hook that works just right, but also, yeah, you know, having a wide appeal to get people on board is tough in that first season. That's really the
1: entire thing about TV.
0: Yeah, you have to hook people, get people involved. With a mass appeal that gets a lot of eyeballs on the screen, you can't be like niche from the jump. But then, well, which some is like do. I mean, Legion. Fucking Legion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess, is the <laughs> counter balance. Well, map, that's one.
1: The, I remember the first time uh, the pilot of Legion. Yes. And you it's watch that, bananas. you're just like, "What the fuck are these madmen doing?" They can't bananas. believe someone let you chill do the this. fuck out. Well, and then you're, mean, they're just like. Maybe they'll chill out in the second episode and it's like, no, no, we're not gonna fucking I chill also want to
2: say Atlanta is in the same echelon of conversation we're talking about. Yes, Atlanta I think so, yeah. is the same well, the first season of Atlanta like serialized goes the first way the The first first, like few episodes
1: three or four episodes of atlanta are very and then there's like a watershed moment. what you think the show is yeah and then they do that one episode there's a lot of there's
2: a lot of um the one of the many there's like a lot of directors for shows now but uh one of the directors um i forget his name but he directs a lot of episodes of atlanta Mm -hmm. and he also directs a lot of episodes very
0: which i'll tell you the reason why and i know neither of you have seen it yet But the reason why certain people freaked out as hard about Twin Peaks Season 3 as they did is because it's such a fucking unicorn Yeah. of like it is so wickety wild that 25 years after Twin Peaks, the original series, started, they came back and David Lynch was able to do 18 episodes written and directed with him and Mark Frost completely – like that is a show that a studio – Never not only not never touched, was never in the same fucking room as Mm -hmm. yeah. And it doesn't always it's not always like the best TV, but you're like, that is fucking unfiltered David Lynch on the screen, and that is amazing. Lynch
1: built his empire post Twin Peaks. Like that's I know that. When Twin Peaks happened, Lynch was kind of like a hot name, kind of like what Donald Glover is right now. He did a bunch of cool shit, and people are like this fucking guy's got it. Well, he's Let's been, he's give, an give an him industry, a TV show. It's and it's you know, like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, a little bit to more of a degree. But then it was just like, eh, people aren't really digging on it all that much right now.
0: But, well, like, but that, or... like tw- the original Twin Peaks. Oh, no, Twin Peaks. Like, oh, in t- the season
1: two okay. of Twin Peaks, it was just like, a lot exactly. of people were tuning out and, like, mm-hmm. they weren't really – because, like, it's it was a very different time. You show Twin Peak, you show season two of Twin Peaks, warts and all, right now, people would fucking yeah. eat that shit There's up. so many shows. They well, would complain about some weird shit, yeah. but they would eat that it's shit like up fire. way more it's than like they did in the At the same time,
0: like, well, I think that's why Twin – that's why – this David is also Lynch. coming
1: from somebody that's only watched the s- first six episodes oh, of Twin two. Peaks. You have not seen <laughs> You have <laughs> not two. seen
0: the entirety of Twin right. Peaks, season two. Right, I know that. I know that there's like a thing reposition. that happened. Yeah. 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 So there, there is. Talk.
1: Yeah, and that's the kind very of very adamant to this conversation we're having, where it's like halfway through they go. And by
0: the way, <laughs> exactly. And that's kind of that's part of the story as well. Is knowing like the first season of Twin Peaks is very much that unfiltered David Lynch in a lot of ways, and it's perfect. And then they go into season two where the network very much got into his shit and then David Lynch more or less pulled the ripcord like a few episodes into season two. Wound up coming coming back for the end of season two like after – he was still involved but like not in that same like this is me he was crafting producer, this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so going from season two that very much I think it's fair to say ruined by the network because of the kind of constraints TV is normally under – in like the real world of how the fuck you make TV. Yeah. And then season three coming back and being like, this is the probably most singular example of a creator being able to come in and do what he wants to do unfettered by any sort of network intervention. Yeah. And that it's, is why it's fucking unbelievable. It's it's uh premium quality. You know, mm-hmm. much it's, like it's much it's, like the, the Heineken,
1: is, oh, which is Bruden bottled. <laughs>
0: It's not even. It
1: reminds even me of uh, uh, Samurai Jack season five,
0: also kind of. Where this it's like someone coming back. Brought to just like Heineken. A, Heineken. <laughs> fuck that shit. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Damn. I saw an in. I went for it.
1: You went for it. Um.
0: I'm drinking a Heineken. We just recorded like a secret podcast within a podcast. So you guys want to go back to Godzilla? Because I will fucking talk about Twin Peaks. Come on, like
1: this is going to be the end bit. You, you think I'm not going to put got, this at we the got end of We got a few there? good end
0: bits. That was good. That
1: was good. There are always a few good embeds. But there's one that's the but best. there is only one that makes it